Welcome, my flourishing friends, to episode number 28. In today's episode, I am going to talk about something I know you're interested in. I know you want to get more active in nature. How do I know this? Well, because you told me. You filled out an online poll and many of you were interested in getting out into nature more often and being more physically active in nature. So I thank you so much for responding to that online survey. So here is just one of the new episodes in response to what you have asked for. I'm going to give you four tips on getting physical in nature in under an hour. Yes, it is possible. Let's dive in. I'm Christina Hunter. And you are listening to the Live Well Green podcast, all about sustainable well-being and green living. We explore how to do what is good for the planet and for ourselves in order to truly flourish. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to a listener who took the time to submit a review of the Live Well Green podcast. It means so much to me because those reviews lead to more and more people seeing the podcast and having this information available to them. So today, a quick shout out and thank you to Christine Coster, who writes, Thank you for creating an educational podcast devoted to the topic of environment and health. These two subjects are inseparably intertwined, and although I believe we know this intuitively, we live in a world that normalizes living out of balance with nature. I greatly appreciate that the Live Well Green podcast shines a light on topics that are critical for the health of our earth and all the creatures who call this place home, including humans. Thank you for all the evidence-based research provided in each delightful episode. I am living a more sustainable life as a result of your efforts. End of quote. Thank you so much, Christine, for those kind words. It is really you and everybody else who is doing this important work that is really making a difference. So I thank you for all that you're doing. All right. In today's episode, the issue that we are dealing with today is how to get active in nature more often. The reality is, I can't manufacture more time for you in your life, but I can help you find flourishing moments each day by improving your connection to nature more regularly. So that's what we're going to get into. We know that connecting to nature and spending time in nature or even just seeing greenery out of our windows has all kinds of benefits for us. The research shows that there are psychological benefits, that we feel calmer, it lowers our anxiety, and improves our mood. There are also measurable physiological changes in our body when we get into nature. It lowers our blood pressure reduces our heart rate, 
and even helps patients heal faster from surgeries when they have access to nature and a natural view. And we are more productive at work. We're better able to handle challenges and we show an increase in creativity when we spend time in nature. The Gallup's 2019 World Emotions Report, as reported by the BBC, says that the poll found that levels of stress were at a new high, while levels of worry and sadness also increased. Some 39% of those polled around the world said that they had been worried the day before the survey, and 35% were stressed. Now, that is all before the global pandemic hit. And we know we also love getting physical and getting active. In a participation pulse report from 2018, they say that Canadians describe physical activity as pleasant, joyful, and even the best part of their day. Yet Statistics Canada found that only 16.16% of Canadians are getting the recommended 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity each week. So where is the disconnect? Most of us know we love how physical activity makes us feel, we know it's good for us, and yet we struggle to make it happen. And we love being in nature, and the same problem happens. We have a hard time getting out into nature. So that's what I thought I'd bring you today. Four tips to get active and into nature at the same time and do it more regularly in our regular weekdays. So I'm going to give you ideas on how to do this without having a huge block of time or needing an entire day to drive out to a park to go hiking. So let's look at that. Tip number one I'm going to encourage you to think about is to see that nature is really all around us all the time. Sometimes we think of nature as being out there. It's in the woods, the mountains. It's when we are camping or hiking or skiing or at the beach. That's when we're in nature, right? Well, really, that's not true at all. There is no separation between us and nature. No matter if we're living in an urban environment, surrounded by concrete or not, we are still surrounded by nature as well. We are intimately connected to nature in very physical ways. Think of the air we're breathing, the food we eat, the water we drink. This is all nature. And then we can also think of that spiritual, emotional connection that many of us feel. It goes through most major religions on earth. And it's not surprising, of course, because we evolved in nature. And we can explore this topic more way back in episode one of this podcast, where I talk about exploring the human nature connection. So I encourage you to check that out if you haven't already. But really, we have to recognize that nature is all around us all the time. It only takes us noticing and seeing it. If we just pause and look around, we'll see there is a bird in the tree outside of our window, that the clouds are drifting by, or we can smell the freshness of the air after a rainfall. 
Nature is right there. It's right out our window. It's in your yard. It's landing on your balcony and coming into your life through your senses and what we take into our bodies. We just need to pause and experience it and notice that that really is nature. All right, so that's tip number one. See that nature is all around us. On to tip number two. Make use of the little bits of time. As I mentioned, I can't make more time for you, but I can encourage you to think about those small slices of time. Sometimes you just don't know what to do with it and you get nothing done in that small slice of time. So let's think about how we can make use of a small bit of time, an hour or less. And usually we can find that in our day. If we have somewhere between 45 and 60 minutes to spare in our day, maybe it's our lunch break, or maybe it's just a bit of time before having to pick up the kids. What if we could take a brisk walk in the park or go for a quick jog or just take your regular exercise routine outdoors? Wouldn't that be fun? Tai Chi in the park, anyone? What if we only have 20 or 30 minutes? Well, we can still get physically active outdoors. Maybe that involves doing some yoga on your balcony or going for a quick bike ride in your neighborhood or along the nearby river trail. It can be a beautiful short break in your day and make a world of difference. There are quick seven-minute workouts you can look up online. Add a cool down and a warm up and there you go. You've got a quick workout that you can do outdoors. Or what about just taking 20 or 30 minutes to run around and play with some kids in the nearby schoolyard? Play a silly game and just have some fun outdoors being active with the kids in your life. And what if we only have five or 10 minutes and we still know we could benefit from a little break and interacting with nature? That's easy. We can still do that in five or 10 minutes. Just go outside and do some deep breathing while doing squats with your big leg muscles. That will feel great, get the blood flowing, and get you outdoors into nature. You can just have a quick dance around in the sunshine or do a mountain pose from yoga, which involves just standing with your feet shoulder width apart, and really feeling that connection to the earth, lifting your shoulders up and inhaling, feeling that connection, exhale, and enjoy that absolute connectivity with the ground beneath your feet, feeling that you are part of it, that you are the mountain. So it can happen in a small amount of time anywhere from 5 to 60 minutes. It's just a matter of being creative with those little slices of time. Now, I know these are great ideas, but how about some more concrete suggestions on how to make it happen? Well, that's where tips number three and four come in. So tip number three then is to integrate these actions into your day. Once I had a student who got interested in the environment because she was trying to get fit. And she started doing that by just getting off the bus one stop earlier and walking a little bit further. And then she got off the bus 
two stops earlier and three stops earlier. And she increased her walking. And as a result, she found a greater connection to the environment. And that's how she ended up in one of my classes. So it was a really great example of doing both at the same time and feeling the benefits of both. So what can we do to integrate physical activity and getting outdoors into our day-to-day lives? Well, can you walk or bike to a regular appointment or to do your grocery shopping? I love the basket on my bike that allows me to do my grocery shopping by bike. Can we turn it into part of our commute if you have one? Or for those who are working from home, can you make it a part of your day? One of my friends who has been working from home during the pandemic and no longer has a commute, but he still takes the time at the beginning of his day to walk around the block with his daughter. And it's a really lovely way to start the day for both of them. And there are all kinds of benefits to that. And I've talked to you about my husband's commute, that he really enjoys walking or cycling to work. And of course, in the wintertime, when it's possible, he loves to skate on the frozen river to and from work. It's a beautiful start and end to his workday. So the key here is to really find something that you love and that will work for you. Are you an avid cyclist? Well, get on your bike and integrate that more often into your day. Are you a person who loves to feel that absolute natural motion of walking? Well, try to integrate more of that into your day. Or is it ultimate frisbee that you love? Or whatever it is, dancing, cross-country skiing. Choose what you enjoy. Make that how you get active in nature on a regular basis. As outlined in the great book written by James Clear called Atomic Habits, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results, which I highly recommend, he talks about making habits that you would like to create obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying. When we make them obvious, we want to design our environment to make the good habit the easiest choice, which means leaving your sneakers at the back door to encourage you to go out for a walk or a run, or to have your helmet ready on your bike's handlebars so that you don't have to search for it when you want to go for a bike ride. And make it attractive. Make it fun. Listening to your favorite podcast while you go for a run is one of my best incentives. Or you could make a walking date with a friend at lunchtime then making it easy is also really important. And he suggests a technique called habit stacking. Stack this new habit on a habit that you already do. For example, if you routinely get home from work and change out of your work clothes, can you change right into your cycling clothes and go for a bike ride right after work? That would be a great way to stack a new habit on an existing habit. And then we also want to make it satisfying. How about giving yourself an immediate reward? Doesn't have to be food. It can be something that just gives you a little sense of accomplishment. Maybe like tracking your progress, putting a check mark on the calendar that you did something active in nature today, or having a really enjoyable hot shower. So those are great ways to integrate it into your life and to set yourself up for success. But the other thing that is discussed in James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, he talks about 
turning your new habits into a system rather than a goal. And he says, and I quote, the purpose of setting goals is to win the game. The purpose of building systems is to continue playing the game. True long-term thinking is goalless thinking. It's not about any single accomplishment. It is about the cycle of endless refinement and continuous improvement. A system's first mentality provides the antidote. When you fall in love with the process rather than the product, you don't have to wait to give yourself permission to be happy. You can be satisfied anytime your system is running. It's remarkable what you can build if you just don't stop. End of quote. So that means we really need to enjoy the process, that every single step we take should be the enjoyable step, that we should celebrate every win, that just going out one day this week was a great thing. And we know we're going to enjoy it because we generally want to be outdoors, right? And we generally enjoy being physically active. So we're going to have some immediate rewards, but we need to not beat ourselves up about not doing more or achieving the set amount that we wanted to achieve. We know that we are building the habits for our success and building mental and physical wellness along the way. And so we should really celebrate every single win. Okay, so that was tip number three. Integrate it into your day using habits and making it easy. Now, what about tip number four is simply plan for it. As Antoine de Saint-Exupéry says, a goal without a plan is just a wish. So create a plan. What little bit of time will you plan to use? What activity makes the most sense for you? And how can you integrate it into your day? Can you stack it on an existing habit? Do you want to track your successes? How can you make it more attractive? So prepare for this new plan. Keep the equipment needs very simple and have everything ready to go, which means bring your runners to your office at work if you're at an office or Bring a t-shirt so that you can change into it at a coffee break if you have time to do some yoga or stretching in the park. And take on the mindset that this is simply what you do. It doesn't matter what others think. You are going to enjoy the day, being active outdoors, and moving your body. And really, think about the higher objectives here. We know that these actions are great for us. They will make you a better parent, a more creative entrepreneur, a happier spouse, simply by taking a bit of time to get active in nature each day that it's possible for you. So that is how to get active outdoors in under an hour. It is possible, and I really encourage you to give it a try because it feels great. So key messages I would love for you to take from today's episode are, first of all, that being in nature has many benefits, both physical and mental, and most of us report enjoying being active, and yet 
so many of us do not get enough physical activity. One of the top things that you asked for was how to get into nature and get physical in nature more often. So that brings us to the four tips from today's episode. Tip number one, first of all, see that nature is all around us. Nature is not just out there in the park, in the woods, at the mountains. We are really living and breathing nature all the time, every day. We just need to open our eyes to that. Tip number two, make use of the little bits of time that you have. Five or 10 minutes, do some deep breathing and squats outdoors. 20 or 30 minutes, do some yoga on the balcony. 45 or 60 minutes, go for a brisk walk in the park. Then tip number three, is integrate these activities into your day. Make it part of your commute by cycling or walking to the grocery store or an appointment. And make it a habit. Make it part of your regular routine, whatever that looks like right now. And then finally, tip number four is to plan for it. Decide what you're going to do and make it something that you love. Have the equipment on hand, And think of the higher purpose benefits that you're going to get out of this, being a better, happier, and healthier person. It feels great, I assure you. Let me leave you with a final quote. And it is, a human being is a part of the whole called by us universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts and feeling as something separate from the rest, a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. This delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and to affection for a few persons nearest to us. Our task must be to free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty. End of quote. And that was from the very wise Albert Einstein. So I encourage you to think about that in terms of these actions are a great act of compassion to allow yourself to connect with nature and be a part of nature. It is amazingly good for us on a physical level, but also on a mental and spiritual level. Enjoy. Well, that's all for now. If you are interested in exploring these issues further, please do head on over to my website. It is christinahunterflourishing.com. That's Christina with a K. There you will find all kinds of free resources, including my Sustainable Wellbeing Starter Kit and a Green Home Guide. Consider signing up for my newsletter. It is full of resources and inspiration and news from the flourishing community and comes out once a week on Fridays. 
I encourage you to come on over to our Facebook group. The Live Well Green podcast is now on Facebook. There you can connect with all sorts of other folks in the flourishing community, share resources and information. I post all kinds of tidbits and additional information just for you, the Live Well Green community. So I really hope to see you over there in our Facebook group. Finally, if you're looking for a great way to send a gift to a friend with cancer, check out the unexpectedgiftbox.com. All right. If you love what you are hearing, please leave me a review wherever you get your podcasts. I can't wait to talk to you again. Until then, live well green, my flourishing friends. Bye for now.